All right. Ready to go. Ready to go, everybody. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast, post-Talladega edition. I've been informed we got some stuff to talk about. We do. You want to start, or? Uh, we'll just... Uh, let's, let's do, uh, the race finish real quick. And then, uh, you've got obviously some things on your mind. So watermelon man wins again. Yep. Uh, I think that Kyle Larson should be on his Christmas card list. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I don't know what I'll say, but yeah, he got it's it's it I I I wrote uh I said a recap. The race was decent, a lot of riding riding around to the end of stages and then things got exciting. Finish of the race was the most entertaining with everyone scrambling trying to win, which resulted in cars being crashed and totaled. Um I said congrats to Ross Chastain and Trackhouse on another win. Uh water smash watermelon smash and all. Um and I thought his uh, interview was entertaining and fun uh, because he says, I don't know. I just went straight. <laughs> That's what he said. Yeah. I just went straight. I didn't. I just went straight. So I thought it was funny. Um, uh, so I, I agree. Uh, I don't take this. I don't want to be one of those saying he backed into it. No, he was he was a lap down early, but it's not hard if there's cautions to get your lap back at Daytona. Um, so he didn't you back into Talladega. yeah Talladega. Sorry, it's so it's not, it's not hard. Especially, okay, wrist restrictor play. So he didn't back into it. He was up front when it counted. It's not like he was twentieth and everybody crashed and he got to first. He was really running like second or fourth or something. So he wasn't. He just avoided the. the Kyle Larson maneuver and the run he had on Eric Jones passed it yep. for the win. He, I, I, I give the guy all the credit in the world. Um, I am so happy for him too, because there's more stuff later on, but I'm happy because I track house is, I think RCR. I want to say RCR affiliate. I think they got their power from them, but it is the old Ganassi. No, no, it's, is it? I think Colleague is RCR, Trackhouse is Hendrick, powered. Colleague is RCR. I want to say that, but I could be wrong. It could be the opposite. They're, they're, it, I know one of them's powered by each other, but I, I'm happy for it because it just, in, in other, in go to go along with that, I was proven wrong. Chevy's showed the fuck up. I was very surprised how Chevy's came back after Daytona, not performing, and they performed all race long. And it ruined my <laughs> ruined my uh, fantasy because of it. But I did a... Oh, you think you got ruined? <laughs> I did I did a crapshoot for the fantasy and... Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> in a little bit. Who got ruined, who didn't. Uh, yeah, so that's later on down the line. But... Um, I was uh, I was happy with I, it. I was honestly. Um, I thought there'd been more crashes, but I I was honestly surprised at the lack of Fords in in the top ten. Same here. I, I mean, I think the first one was who, Harvick at tenth. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, let me go. That and Blaney was 11. Well, <laughs> let, let's go down the line. Let's go uh, Ross Chastain, number one. Austin Dillon, he's proven that he can actually race when everything's, yeah. you know, I'm. it's not just restricted plates. He's been proving himself the last couple of weeks. Same with, um, he, he went out this week, but uh, uh, Tyler Reddick. They're both performing, so it's not just one or the other. Then Kyle Busch, uh, number three, Kyle Larson, four, Martin Truex, five, uh, six, Eric Jones, which is very good for him. Uh, Chase Elliott, seventh. Michael McDowell, which, son of a bitch, was running horrible at end of stage two and ruined my picks. But Alex Bowman, nine. Kevin Har- uh, Alex Bowman was the first forward at uh, eight. I mean Alex Bowman. Michael McDowell, sorry. First forward at eight. Then Kevin Harvick at ten. Then Ryan Blaney at eleven. Uh, Corey, Corey LaJoy, 14, so that's another, uh, and Haley at 12, so those are honorable mentions. Yeah, but look look at all those bow ties in the Oh, top. yeah, and then the thing is, it was opposite at Daytona. It was all Fords, yeah. and then a few Toyotas sprinkled in. So I was happy that Chevy figured out the restrictor plate. I don't know what they did, and I don't know what they changed, but I was happy that they swapped it, got it fixed to where they could actually draft and push and do everything they could because they could not compete at Daytona. So whatever they did, congrats. I heard on uh, Sirius this week, and I, I don't ask me to name names, but the Hendricks camp they has dominated. figured out. Yeah, they figured out that side draft with the new car. Uh they were. I guess it's a once lot they, different. Once it's they a get lot yeah. different than the old car, where you know you just pull next up to them. Yeah, and try to to drag the the car in front of you back. Yeah. Supposedly, the maneuver or the procedure is a lot different with these. But I heard, and again, I I can't tell you who I heard it from. That they figured something out with this new car on how to do that. Uh, I guess it worked. Yeah, no, they they dominated there. It was uh, Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and William Byron for the majority of the race up front. Then Alex Bowman finally chipped in later on. But they when they got together, no one was passing them. Yeah. They were, it was just too dominant. The four of them were top 10 a lot of the day. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was, and Alex Bowman took a while to get there, but when he did, psh, you weren't passing him. It was, if, and if it didn't have the stage break with, you know, uh, cautions and change, changing tires and pit stops, I don't think that one would have passed him. It would have been a four man, four man scramble for whoever won that. Bubba beat his boss. <laughs> that's a whole, that, you, that's. You don't, I don't know if you know the whole thing, but there's a whole story with Denny right now. I know. Uh, I know. So, <laughs> uh, his, uh, his, his little mouth right. got, got in front of him, so. Um. <laughs> well, and that's the standings. Uh, I, I do want to say I was very shocked at Joey Logano. And of course, he got in an accident. He was five down, I believe, uh, in 32nd. Yep. I feel so sorry for Greg Biffle. That man. He was doing well again, and he's just getting bad shit. Last I looked, he was like in top 15. I'm like, oh, good, look at that. No, it was another It was another. another yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fuel pump. Fuel pump. Yep. Fuel pump. But the thing is, though, him riding around and just getting there, he's getting money to that same. Same thing with, uh, who is it? 
Uh, Noah Gregson, right, in that 62 car. He's not trying to compete to win. He's riding around to try to get a finish, keep the car together, and get money for that organization. So, and he finished on the lead lap yep. in 21st, uh, yep. 20th spot. Yep. So, I, Noah, Gre- or I'm sorry, Christopher Bell, um, I was very disappointed with him, but of course, you know, he got caught up some. He crap, finished 20, so. 22nd. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, the standings, amazing to me. Uh, <laughs> Chase Elliott. Hey, he's performing, still... man. He's like I said, he finished. Where would he finish? Seventh. So I wonder. I want to know what his average finish for the year is. That would be a nice stat to know. That I don't know. But obviously, but he he's is... doing well. He's yeah, number he's one got in the a points. Good average finish. He's only got two playoff points, and he's only got two stage wins. But he's consistent. In first place consistent. With no wins. He's Mr. Terry Labonte right now, essentially. Well, or uh, Matt Kenseth. Yeah, just Mr. Uh, Mr. Reliable. Blaney. Ryan Blaney. He's got three playoff points, three stage wins, no race wins. He should have one or two. Second. Yep, but he has one DNF. That's probably the only reason why he's not first. So, and you got William Byron in third, Kyle Burt Bush, which is another story. Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Is in fourth, uh, Bowman in fifth, Logano in sixth, Kyle Larson is seventh, Martin Truex, Ross Chastain, and Eric Amarillo uh, round out the top ten. Um, notable mention, you got Harvick in 11th. 11th. Briscoe, uh, Briscoe, twelve, but he's got a, no. He's got a win too. So, yeah, he's he's been like hero or zero. Another one, another notable mention. He's sitting. And this is a story for later. Uh, Eric Jones is seventeenth, one spot outside the cut in the forty three car, and he's he's performing points out. Yep, he's right there, but he he needs uh, to perform a little bit better, and he'd be fine. Same thing as Kurt Busch. Of course, we all know Keselowski's problems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Hamlin, he moved out of the uh, territory of uh, when we pick our... He, he's not a dark horse yeah. anymore. He's up to 24th. Uh, I don't... There's nothing really else. No. But Bubba's but ahead of him. I, I'm just amazed that the top two guys in the point standing have no wins. Oh, they're and, coming and I, soon, I would hope. Yeah, I think Dover may change that for one of those two. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. So, all right. You want to do like a fi- well, final, well, we can do a final thing of the cup um, if you want. Um... Like I said, I, I thought it was a decent race. Uh, I thought of, there would be a little bit more accidents. Um, I, just, I just think these cars are more durable and, than they realize, and they don't get squirrely and crash. I don't know. I just don't know. I, it, I think the same thing with Daytona. They didn't really crash that much. They just rode around until the stage end, and then that's when it got squirrely. Yeah, when they started pushing things, I 
as I've made it very well known, I'm not a fan of this car. Uh, <laughs> you and Kyle Busch have something in common. Yeah, well, <laughs> I've always said that man's got as much talent in his pinky finger as most guys got in their whole bodies. I just don't like his attitude sometimes. Talk to Joe Gibbs. Well, <laughs> That's we'll, get, we'll get there. <laughs> I... It 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 was a good race. I'm not gonna say, say it wasn't. wasn't. No, yeah. It just I don't I don't like the riding around until ten laps to go. It it kind of reminded me of when they put the wing on the back of the car and they refused to race. They just rode around. If you remember that when they were ring ride mm-hmm. or rim riding. I just think I just don't know if they're comfortable yet with the car to start doing crazy maneuvers like how Xfinity is right now. I maybe I, I just maybe how it is or it's just how the car is right now until they start making minute changes. But I just I, like I said, I'm I'm not a fan of this car because it's it's not stock. I I just no not in any way. Yeah, I want NASCAR to give it to the manufacturers, let them put their best product out there, and whoever owns the day gets the checkered flag, and if Ford and Toyota, uh, hopefully Dodge comes back, is pissed off about it, they go back to their engineers and say, you guys got to fix some shit here. Um. Or, or you know, put anybody in the top winning. I, you know, I, I can remember back when you know Chevys would dominate for a year or two, Fords would dominate for a year or two, Mopar would dominate, and NASCAR let the manufacturers figure it out. Is like, you know, Jack Roush crying like a little stuck girl um, when he wasn't winning races and. NASCAR told him, he's like, well, you got to figure something out. You know, they're, they're beating you in all the areas that are legal and they've putting a better product on the, on, on the track. And I remember, was it just a year or two ago, Chevy was sucking. Well, they've won two championships in a row. So it had to be three or four years ago. Whenever. Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah, they couldn't really compete. They couldn't. And so they had to go back and, you know, to the engineers, the drawing board, whatever you want to say about it. And that's what this sport is supposed to be about and should be about is just you're there to showcase your product. So, all right, we've covered the finish or the... We redid the post, po- uh, recap, standings, final thoughts. Um, I guess I think it was a good race. I one thing I wanted to mention: I love Dale Jr. in the booth with Clint. Boyd. Oh yeah, it was good. I yeah, I agree, hundred percent. They that was awesome. It, um, and I and I Jr. has as much as has a hick. He is, sounds like he's very knowledgeable. He knows what the fuck he's talking about especially at restrictor plates, and he knows how to hand off 
the commentary to the other two in the booth. It's not like yeah. he's taking over like, you know, Daryl does and stuff. So I, I, I thought it was a good tandem. It just sucks that we probably won't see it again. I hope that in the future we will. Um, I do like that they've announced that Larry McReynolds is going to be in the booth for Dover. So that, that'll be good. Um, I just love Clint in the booth. Uh, I, I also like, uh, when Jeff was in there for a race or so, Tony. I, I like when Tony. Tony comes in. Uh, but I just, I was real pleased, uh, with the sound of junior with clint i mean clint's the smart ass and junior's the technical guy and it was interesting he would say look what's happening on this line look what's happening on that line yep the insides for i mean he could see it and that just goes back to him being such a good plate racer yeah um he could see it happening before the other guys were. And I just, I just wanted to give a shout out to junior. I, I've never been a big fan of his as far as a racer. Uh, but man, I'll tell you what, it, it was enjoyable to listen to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we can go on and, uh, to the ratings. Fox earned a 2.61 rating of the 4.682 million viewers for the race. And they were down a 1%, 1% from last year. From, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So the only thing NASCAR has to brag about in ratings is the Bristol Dirt Race and the Coliseum. Oh, I'm sorry, Daytona as well. Yeah. Other than that, they got problems. Um, every race except for those three. Well, and you can't really compare the Coliseum because it was the first one. But every race besides Daytona and Talladega the ratings have been down from the previous year. Uh, I Oh, uh, I guess we can talk about the attendance. I thought the attendance looked great, actually, for De- Talladega. It's Talladega. Yeah, but you think same, same thing with Bristol? You see, But it wasn't full. Like No. So but Talladega, part of the experience of going to Talladega is the infield. Yeah. That, that is like the Mardi Gras of NASCAR mm-hmm. at the infield in Talladega. So even Clint Boyer, <laughs> I saw him on uh Sunday morning on uh, Fox and friends and man, that boy looked rough and he admitted <laughs> he, he, he toured the infield that night. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody's here. Try this one. Try this beer. Try this, try that. They're probably just throwing yeah. beers at him. Oh Yeah. Uh, um, another shout out I want to do is the guy who did the start your engines, how he yelled that. I don't know if you re- were there for the start your engines, but I, he, I was, but I don't, it didn't stick out. Man, he belted that shit so loud and he went, Oh, it was really good. Start your engines. I'm like, that's how it should be every time. It's not hey, gentlemen, start your engines. No, this guy yelled it like he went deep. So I want to, whoever that was, I have to go look back, but that was a good job. Um, I think we're covered with Talladega, uh, at least race wise. Um, I kind of want to, I guess, do a little segue to the Xfinity and Jeffrey Earnhardt with the pole and almost winning coming second. I thought that was great. 
great for the sport. Put Larry Mack on yeah, the box. I thought it was a whole great story. Um, now, is he going to race more? He probably would get more races, but he won't be full time this year at least. Uh, but no, it was a great thing for him. Uh, obviously, it helped out probably their ratings. Uh, but I, it was cool to watch for sure. I it didn't. Was. I it thought was an excellent. Yeah, yeah, it was good. The excellent. The, the race was an excellent race. I, I watched that whole thing. Um, I really appreciated it. I appreciated Larry Mack after the race and in subsequent interviews since it. He's he was just so happy to be back at Richard Childress Racing, crew chiefing and Earnhardt on the anniversary. I think it was the twentieth anniversary of mm-hmm. senior's last win i could be yeah, wrong yeah 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 it was something like that yeah mhm um and and crew chiefing his grandson it 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 was just on top of a great performance and an almost win it was just a a really good feel good story yeah yes i agree yep absolutely so i just want to t- say touch base on that we don't really touch much on if Xfinity is usually just stories, kind of like um, you know, as Ty Ty Gibbs and stuff. But other than that, Noah Gregson won that race and climbed the fence, which is a cool a cool thing for him to do. But uh, I thought, like I said, that was a cool story with Jeffrey Earnhardt Xfinity pole and then second place. Great for him. Hopefully, it's a. And I've seen some subsequent interviews with Jeffrey or heard some. Um. The man is nothing but gracious and oh, thankful. Yeah. He's not even angry about not winning and he's just it it was awesome. He he didn't even talk about anything like, Well, this is gonna launch me into a full time and, and I'm pretty sure deep down he thinks that, but I think it will. I just don't know where, you know, type thing. So Well, he's he's gotta have good equipment, mm-hmm. he's gotta have good management. But he was very gracious, very thankful. Um, I really appreciated what I heard from him after the fact, and and Larry as as well. So yeah, that 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 was really good for NASCAR. That that's the kind of stuff they need to keep kind of doing. Yeah. Um. Other than that, there's nothing. Uh. Post Altega news, or who, you know, who was it in the. Oh, I can't believe I just now thought of it. Was it the X or the Arca race where they had to cut somebody out of the car? I I've heard about it. I didn't, haven't seen it. I saw some videos of, of on TikTok and videos. I don't know who it was, but I know there was a bad crash where a guy had to get cut out. Um, and the guy's yeah. good and he's and he's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's no problems, but they had to cut him out. Yeah, I didn't see the crash. I heard about it. I didn't really watch any video on it, but yeah, there I yeah there is a guy who uh, I saw a video of him. Uh, today I didn't really understand it. He was in the car post cutout in the garage. He's like, I don't know how I'm. <laughs> he was. He, there's, there's just no top to it. So, yeah, I don't oh, know who. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who, I don't know who that was. So, all right. I guess we can move on to some news and news bits. Uh, yep. Um, I know there's two major ones that you want to talk about, but yes. another one that popped up today that I want to talk about real quick and that and it's just a quick hit and miss and then we can move on to the other two Eric Jones has made it known that he thinks he's better than GMS Petty Motorsports and he wants to move on to a better ride that is one of those things I want to talk about 
Yep. And my question is why, as well as you're doing with what you got, why go out there and you just instantly pissed off your whole crew? Yeah. Your owner, your sponsors, everybody that has been backing you to say that I can do better. When you're doing as well as what you're doing with what you got. Well, the thing is, though, he kind of put himself in a pickle because what if he doesn't, you know, perform from here on out? Yeah. That was one of, well, I won't say because we've got two and three here. Of the dumbest moves I've seen in just a little bit. Uh, but yeah. I'm just saying, why would you do that? Maybe he's trying to put feelers out of, okay, well, you know, maybe for a ride. I'd- so if I'm a prospective, if I'm a, a car owner or a team owner. You're going to talk shit about me? And, I, and I've got a prospective opening. Why would I put you in the car if you're not happy? You're going to start talking shit about me. I I think he just pissed off so many people. But I also think people might respect it. I don't know. It's how NASCAR is weird sometimes. And what did I... I don't know if you remember, but I... I said I hope Trackhouse does well and they're going to add a third team. And I think it's going to be Eric Jones. And I'm I'm all for it. I'm great with it. I'm just saying, if if I'm Eric Jones, I keep that shit under wrap until yeah. it happens and yeah. say, "Hey, thank you, Richard Petty. Thank you, GMS. Thank you, all the sponsors." But I'm moving on to something else instead of coming out. I, it, it to me, it was a bad business move. Oh, I agree. But I I also feel Trackhouse is like I know we know he's good. He's let's give him some equipment. It'll be Hendrick equipment. And I think Trackhouse. I'm Trackhouse, and I'm the. I've got yeah, my business hat yeah. on. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. What if he's not happy with what happened? Is he going to trash me? Yeah. Is I just. There's not very many openings for him for somebody to open up another thing, and I think Trackhouse kind of really is his only choice, unless there's somebody, you know, another ride opens up, but. Uh, oh well, let's just slide <laughs> I into this one. I don't, I don't think those rides will do it because there's a Joe Gibbs where he came from, where he got fired from, where Christopher Bell retook his place. So I don't think Eric Jones is going back to Joe Gibbs. What if Kyle Busch leaves? Now on to Kyle Busch. He, <laughs> he was throwing so much fucking shade at Joe Gibbs. Uh, name dropping him in any interview uh, obviously he's made it known where he doesn't know what his next year is for 2023 he doesn't know what he's doing and it all comes down to his attitude and he can't get sponsors because of it because if you if anybody's listening we talk about this literally preseason where they said skittles is done skittles well, mars, is, do- mars, mars is done mars is done is done sponsoring nascar hence kyle bush so he has no sponsorship money for that charter number 18 anymore. So what's he going to do? He doesn't know. This week, in many interviews, ask Joe Gibbs. Talk to Joe Gibbs. So I've heard some few stories, and here's what my guess is. Stuart Haas Racing is going to pick him up and put him in the 10 car. 
Sorry, Ryan Priest. Amarillo's leaving. Yep. Sorry, Ryan Priest. We know you're you're gonna stay a backup, but he's uh, if if he can't get stay with, he's going to Ford. He's going to Stuart Haas. That that's a really good analysis. I had not thought about that one because I forgot that this is Amarillo's His last year farewell year. I think he'll go the number ten, and they might retire the number ten. I don't know. Maybe they might keep the number ten. I don't know, but I think he's going the number ten. I'm if, gonna write. <laughs> I am gonna write that down. If he, if they don't figure something out with Joe Gibbs, and he has to move on. But you know, think of the history with with Joe Gibbs. He let Tony Stewart go. Yep. He let Joey Logano go. Um. One thing I love about Joe Gibbs. Number one is the strong man that he is, but he's not afraid to move on. Nope. And but he also um, looking at a ride for his little his uh, grandson too. So will he, will he bring Ty Gibbs up in one year of Xfinity? Well, I don't know. He's he kind of <laughs> messed that up last week. But um, but that I, from what I was hearing and what I, I'm like, man. Stuart Haas is not it afraid of makes sense because Tony and ain't Kyle, afraid of. Yeah, they're not afraid of confrontation. Tony, don't, he's not afraid. So bringing him over, and look what happened with Kurt Busch. They couldn't get a sponsorship for him when he was racing the 41 car, I believe. Kurt Busch was there, and guess who sponsored it? Haas. Haas Mon- Automation. It was Haas well, itself. They, had Monster quite they a bit do, too. yeah. But he had Haas. And Haas sponsored him, so. I think Kyle Busch could attract some sponsors. Oh, he can. The, the Easter Bunny. No, he he'll get sponsors. It's kind of like Kyle, you know, Kyle Larson. He's Hendricks, you know, and Hendrick. See, cars. another thing with with Joe Gibbs, there's certain sponsors he won't even consider. Yeah. Um, you know, alcohol, guns, um, anything controversial like that, he will not. Yeah. Uh, consider it. So, you know, maybe, I, man, that, that's an awesome <laughs> thought that he goes over to, to Stuart Haas. Yep. That's like when I, I started reading it. He wouldn't keep the number 10 and yeah, I, that, that's a great, I, that's I, I'm like you, the, the, what I heard this weekend, I really am starting to believe that this is his farewell year at Joe Gibbs racing. Yep. I really do. And again, I feel that way because I thought that Joe Gibbs is trying to make way for his grandson to get in there. But then that theory that I've been thinking about for quite a while, I thought was just thrown on the heap fire of ashes after last week with what happened. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's still in the works. It'll be interesting. I, I, I honestly, I think it'd be a good fit. Oh, oh, you, oh, yeah. I mean, Kyle Busch was Kevin Harvick the teammate. Shit. Oh, oh yeah. Well, who knows how long Kevin Harvick's got? Left. <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. But those two for a year or two, they'd be hell on wheels. Oh man. But like I said, with Stewart's backing, who is not afraid of confrontation, if you know Tony Stewart. Right. And he's got the money to back it up. Uh, he, he has, you know, Elon Musk money almost. Fuck you money. He has and Haas. So they ha- they can they can afford to put minimal sponsorship on that car if it comes to that. Because Kurt, Kurt Busch. I don't think it will come no. to that. I think if, if he went with Tony Stewart, 
man, that that's awesome idea. <laughs> that, that I I had not thought of that scenario. My my scenario started and ended yeah. with Ty Gibbs, him leaving Gibbs, and Ty Dillon taking that spot. Ty Gibbs, Ty Gibbs. But I didn't put the end chapter yeah. in him going to Stuart. I, that would be great. Oh, I, I would be such a Stuart Haas fan at that. Oh point. yeah. Oh, I I think that would because un- I think Tony would give him more leash. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I, as much as outlandish as Kyle Busch is, Joe Gibbs, you know, has him on a leash. Oh yeah. Let it. I think Tony would. Okay, you know, be confrontational, but don't be stupid. Don't call. You know, don't do a Denny Hamlin. You knock somebody out, <laughs> knock yourself out, yeah. and uh, you're gonna go to sensitivity training, which leads he already, me into which, the next one. yeah, which he did last year by calling Ke- Brad Keselowski a retard. So, yep. So with Denny Hamlin, I know you probably don't watch <laughs> um, Family Guy to understand the reference of what he did. I'm going to tell you right now, so I'm going to let you explain okay. all this. I have I've okay. watched probably less than a handful of Family Guy episodes. I have not seen the meme. Because they took it down, I guess. Yeah. Deleted it. And Hamlin tweeted something. Actually, Hamlin retweeted something that somebody else had tweeted at Larson. So it wasn't even Hamlin's original tweet. It was a retweet, That, as I understand it. Yes. Take it from there. Um, oh, you're gonna show me, aren't you? I was trying to find a GIF, but I can't find it offhand real quick. Well, Family Guy, as you know, is very controversial. Anyways, they push oh, the yeah. boundaries, so and they get very racial. And how they get away with it without much shit? They've been canceled how many times? But this kind of stems back to. Kyle Larson do a say in the end bomb and racial stuff. And he did his stuff. And now Denny Hamlin, you know, Kyle Larson is half Asian. Mm-hmm. He's, he's Asian, white Asian. Okay. So this tweet gift from the family guy episode, it's, it's a running joke in the show is that Asian drivers are horrible drivers. They hit everything. They crash everything. So he retweeted this gif from Family Guy about this female Asian character in the show literally being the horrible driver, crashing and everything, hitting everything. And it was obviously aimed at Kyle Larson because he's Asian. So the racial thing, come on. So why isn't he, he didn't say the N-bomb, but why isn't he losing his sponsors and ride? Come on. You know, I I said at the beginning of this podcast that Kyle Larson cost, caused I I saw a lot of stuff on social media. Well, he, I saw I he, he, heard a lot of stuff on Sirius XM that it was all Bubba's fault. It was no, not. No. I As much as we talk shit about day, Bubba, mark this day <laughs> down. I'm actually defending Bubba. Bubba. All right? He didn't mm. cause it. 
no. what he was doing at the time it happened. He was trying to make a third tribute yes. to the More crashes. of 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 the accident. Yeah. Kyle Larson caused that accident. Yep. He's the one that did it. Yep. So I understand why Hamlin went after him a little bit. But again, I I'm not on Twitter. And I will not get back on Twitter unless Trump gets back on Twitter so I can follow him. I'm not I'm <laughs> not on there. I won't do it. But I understand that and, and I, I like I said, I, I've watched less than a handful of family guys, so I don't understand the running joke about this, or I haven't seen the running joke. But I guess my point is is why I guess it's a racial thing. It is. Does NASCAR feel that they've got to get everybody's heads right? That's not their damn job. They're it's the team owner. If if the team owner yeah. and sponsors feel something has gone wrong or out of line, they're the ones. Now, if he said now if he it. said that in a post race interview, I can understand NASCAR getting involved. Exactly. But exactly. this was after the race, online, on its personal account. Yeah. something, somebody yeah. else. NASCAR needs to get their asses back in their own fucking lane yeah. and conduct racing every weekend and stop worrying about this woke bullshit. Mm-hmm. And again, I don't mean to be too political, but Trump said it. Everything woke goes to shit. Look at Disney. Look at what's happened to Twitter. Netflix. Look at all this other crap. NASCAR is going to destroy itself if it continues to get into these social deals. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, they've already done themselves great damage with Denny the, Hatton, the uh, diversity program. Yeah, Bubba thing. All this other stuff. They need to get the hell out of this now. Should and well, it's not Mike Helton anymore. I don't know who's running the show. Get on the phone and call Joe Gibbs and say, Hey, man, you need to have a talk with your boy. Yeah, we didn't appreciate that. Yeah, that's what they need to do. Yeah, at that, leave it at that. Yeah, but to go public and demand that he start taking the NASCAR sensitivity training starting by Friday of this week. And make that public is bullshit. Mm-hmm. It it it's cr- and again, I'm not defending Hamlin because I'm not saying what he did was right. But what he did doesn't rise to the level of the scrutiny and the crap that has gone on this week over this. It's a freaking gift. He was, you know, uh, if I'm if I'm trying to defend him. He was making a joke. Yeah. If I'd have saw it, I probably would have <laughs> thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, how many gifts did we get after the Daytona 500 about uh, Keselowski with a freaking plow truck yeah. on the front of his car? Yeah. You know, did I, I'd have to go back and look, but did any of the other drivers retweet that? Or? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was a damn joke. Yep. And again, I'm not defending him, 
But to go all the way to this extreme and what you've done is is you've hurt Denny Hamlin. And again, I'm not a Denny Hamlin fan by any means. I know some personal stuff about Denny Hamlin from people I have friends on Facebook and social media. He's not a good person personally, really. The man is not a saint. No. He's done in his personal life. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. But he didn't deserve this for that. And and it just irritates the crap out of me how NASCAR feels they have to control everything. And what are they doing it for? The woke crowd. A crowd that will not support them, will not buy their stuff, will not go to the tracks, will not buy the tickets. It's it's the corporate end of things. And, and again, it would have just, if, if I was whoever in charge of NASCAR right now, hey, Mr. Gibbs, we got a little problem here. Would you please address this and, and be done with it? It's just, it's nuts. The reason why he posted it is because it took out both his 2311 cars in that final wreck. Kyle Larson probably should have stayed low, but he made a move to go around Eric Jones and it hit Kurt Busch, which chain reaction crash. He was last lap. What are you doing? Exactly. Do? You knew she was going to happen. Did Tony, Tony Stewart get mad when he first made Stuart Haas racing where all four of his cars got into and Daytona got into crashes? No, he just no. said that. He just said that was a, <laughs> a bad, bad money day. That was horrible. You know, we, we, so. It's, it took out both his cars, which obviously probably pissed him off. But you got to realize, Denny Hamlin has had a beef with almost every Hendricks driver. He does not like Hendricks. He has a beef with Alex Bowman. He has a beef with Chase Elliott. He has a beef with Kyle Larson. The only one really he really hasn't had a problem with so far is William Byron. But every time he it's a Hendricks guy he's trying to talk shade or talk shit to or about. Like there was an interview last year when it went to the Final four or eight. It might have been years ago. And something happened with Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin on track. And he was getting booed by the crowd. And they asked him in a post-race interview. And it's all those Chase Elliott fans. And literally everybody, all the drivers, literally laugh. He goes, what the fuck does that even have to do with this? It was a Kyle Larson incident, not Chase Elliott. So he he has a vendetta or something against Hendricks. Because they probably, you know, pisses him off if they're winning a lot. But, you know, that's Hendricks. So he's always had a problem with them regardless. So it, it just added to the hate probably to where I guess he wasn't thinking maybe drinking when he did that. I don't know. I just, again, should he have done it? No. Did it rise to this level? No. It, it should have. You know, they've got these double secret fines NASCAR does where if somebody says something wrong publicly on a broadcast of some kind where they, they fine them and they don't make it public. Why couldn't they have done that this way? You know, done it this that way. Because it was a racial thing. It's the same thing they did with, right. same thing they did with Kyle Busch last year saying Brad Kozlowski was a retard. They, they just, anything that's... Well, he was right. <laughs> I mean, I just, oh, that, 
of all the things that happened this weekend, that irritated me the absolute most. It just... Again, I, I will say, he shouldn't have done it. But if I was him, I wouldn't have thought anything racially showing a gif of somebody wrecking everything in sight. And Kyle Larson, and I'm a big Kyle Larson fan. Yeah. He does have a habit of doing that every now and again. Mm-hmm. But it's just, my concern is NASCAR has gone so woke and so politically correct that they're going to, you know, I said it back at the Coliseum. How many of those folks are going to go to Fontana, Las Vegas, Phoenix, um, and buy tickets? I called it right. Not many. And they were all happy about their ratings and their attendance. Well, hey, you're in a football field in L.A. and homie down the road sees that there's a NASCAR race in the neighborhood. Hey, let's go check this out, see what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, to me, they're just catering to the wrong crowd. So, all right, let's 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 be done with that because I'm all out of breath on it. it, it yeah, no, that, that was the three topics that I wanted to talk about was Eric Jones, Kyle Busch, and Denny Hamlin. Um, they, they took six cars back to the R&D center and put them through the paces. Keselowski um, was one of them. I've been waiting for the results. They did two Fords, two Chevys, and two Toyotas. It's Harvick, Larson, Kozlowski, Hamlin, Truex, Bowman. Yep. Um, the report today is that everybody's good. Kozlowski better be good or he's in deep shit. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably sweating bullets. <laughs> he probably was. <laughs> um, another note, a newsworthy thing, uh, uh, Joe uh, Jr. No, Junior Motorsports is going to pilot a fifth car in the Xfinity. Uh, yeah, in the number eighty. Over. Uh, I'm going to put him right here. Hold on. Um, I don't understand why it's not all four, but it's three of the drivers. Uh, it's going to be the number eighty-eight HendrickChevy.com or HendrickCars.com. Looks exactly like Kyle Larson's car, but it's an eighty-eight in the Xfinity. Um. Elliot's going to drive the number... Yeah, Elliot will drive the number 88 for one race at Darlington. Uh, Byron for two races at Texas and New Hampshire. Larson for two races at Watkins Glen and Darlington. And I don't understand why Alex Bowman was left out of that. Maybe he has other... I don't know. Maybe he said no. But Alex Bowman's junior's guy, you know, junior, he filled in for junior when he was had this concussion stuff. So I don't understand why. Maybe he said, I don't want... I don't know. But... Um, so that was a nose, another newsworthy thing that came out yesterday or today. So that'd be interesting to watch them race in there. Cause I don't think when was the last time any of them raced in Xfinity? It's been a while. They raced trucks. I was going to say, uh, Elliot and was it Bowman, Bowman. or was it? Yeah. Have raced the trucks and Byron did at Bristol and won. Okay. But that was for Spire Motorsports. I I think it's great. I you know, whatever Junior can do, I I I honestly at some point expect him oh, to try mm-hmm. and field a cup team. 
It'll be Hendrix powered. Just you know, they oh, have absolutely. they have such huge ties. So yeah, I expect it sometime. And he there's apparently in the off season a lot of talk about it, and he just he doesn't want to ruffle any feathers essentially with you know Hendrick. I think that's why he's staying in his lane at the moment. Uh, well, why would he at this point? He's got you know his Xfinity teams. He's got a cushy gig in the booth. Yeah. Uh, he's not hurting for money, so it you know. So not no, that owner NASCAR team. You know, the old saying, if you want to make a million in NASCAR, you better start out with four. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Um, you want to talk about the fantasy league and beat me down a little bit? I don't even have any. We didn't. Well, I'm trying to see. I, I didn't do that well, but I didn't do that bad. You um, killed me. League. Uh, results league. There it is. Uh, yeah. Holy shit. Um, I think I only got like 66 points. <laughs> yeah, you got 66 points. You had a 32nd finish, 39, 30th, 18, and 22. I don't know why you didn't swap Kyle Busch out. Maybe you weren't really paying attention. I, I was going to, and I was just too late. I was just too late. And I, you missed every. I had him in the garage, and he was my best finisher. Yeah, and you missed every pick besides once so with a whopping sixty-six points. Oh yeah, I killed it. Uh, I had one hundred eighteen, so pff, not much better. I had Brad, which he was doing decent till the end. Like even Bubba, if he didn't crash, it went fine. Denny Hamlin, he had he ran out of gas. Uh, two or three laps to go. Eric Almarola and then Kevin Harvick. None of my guys top ten besides Eric Michael McDowell, who I took out and then for the garage. And then I had mm, I had no picks. I I didn't get any of my matchups. I had one, and I, and that's all I had. Yeah, I didn't have any. Sixty six points. Can I get a throwaway, please? <laughs> I, I even texted you this was going to be a throwaway. Like I said, I picked guys. That, like I said, I had Brad Keselowski, Bubba Wallace, Denny Hamlin, Eric Elmerlo, Kevin Harvick, and Michael McDowell. They're all throwaways. This is because this well, race Frank, is. Yeah. Frank beat yeah. Both of us. Yeah. He, well, he has a lot of picks to choose since he hasn't chose shit for a couple weeks. <laughs> he has Suarez, Blaney, Wallace, Keselowski, Elliott, and then Chris Rebelli put in the garage. So he had better average finishes with points. So. Well, this was for you and I, absolutely. I it, it's probably the the best week Frank's had in quite a little. He had bit three of the he the had three he got three of the head the heads right too, so that helped a lot. Yeah, but I that's the first time I've been under a hundred, and it's probably the first time I've been under one fifty. Yeah, you, you, uh, you can sixty six is by far the <laughs> shittiest I've done. Yeah, that's like, pretty bad. I, I did pretty bad, but you know that puts me in the lead longer, much higher too. So, but it does. like you said, that I do is a crapshoot. I thought Fords were going to dominate, and it was Chevys did. So, yeah, you're almost a hundred in front of me now. Eighty anyway, eighty seventy eight or eighty two. Yeah, seventy eight <laughs> in front of me. No, eighty eight. 77 78 78 well it is what it is i yeah i did like a, i, I said, did it i, I just, took a 
a long shot on it because I, I wanted in a race like this, I wanted to burn, yep. you know, picks that I don't have to reuse. Mm-hmm. Didn't pay off. No, not in your mind and paid off more than yours, but I don't know. We'll see. Now we're going to be back to normal, normal, not normal picks, but better picks. Yeah. All right, you want to move on to Rich or uh, Dover? Dover. I uh, I got stats up here um, for current drivers. Average finish. Kyle Larson with thirteen races is an average of seven point Cole Custer with three races is 10-3. Chase Elliott with 11 races is 10-5. Martin Truex. Now, this is the stat that kind of stands out with me. He's been there 31 times, and he's got an 11-7. So that's that's pretty good. Keselowski has been there 23 times, has a 12-8. He's... Uh, William... Ba- um, don't even worry about huh? him. Don't even worry about Brad right now. He's just... Trying to finish. <laughs> uh, William By- Byron has been there seven times, a 12-9. Harvick, he's been there 41 times and a 15-0. Or, I'm sorry, a 13-0. And also Tyler Riddick, who's only been there three times. As far as wins, uh, Martin Truex Jr. and Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch have all won there three times. So, uh, I got to hang on. Win. Long shot. Dark Horse? Yeah. Well, same thing. Oh, I'm going to bring up the stats. I'll let you go first again. Who do you think is going to win this thing? Uh, I think we're going to have another double winner. Uh, I believe... Man, I, I, I'm going to do Kyle Larson. I think he's going to come out swinging. Kyle Larson, I'm going to say, is going to win. Okay. Dark Horse. You can go do your pick if you want. Dark Horse? I'm going to go with Blaney. I'm going to go with a first-time winner. I'm sticking Chase for a first time. But, you know, well, it could either, but good luck. Um, Dark Horse. I'm going to go Ty Dillon. I think he's going to go on his... Because he was doing well until he got in that wreck, but I think he's going to... Keep the momentum going. You think so? Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Brad K. Like I said, it's not a bad pick. I just, I just don't have any trust in him right now on that. Oh, I don't either. Roush Ford. Uh, it's just... If you look at 25 and below... There's not much there. Yeah, there there just isn't. There just is not. 
Um, trying to see if I can pick out anything else here that might be uh, worth looking at. Uh, I... I don't see anything. Um, Logano. You know, I just now picked this out. Logano. 25 races, zero wins at Dover. You don't, zero. You don't like it. That's amazing. Not a fan of the track, uh, huh? I guess not. He'll never see his car in the fist of the of, uh, the monster. So, all right. Uh, I don't have a whole lot else of anything to say. Um, I will recap with, I do think it was a good race. I I did enjoy it. I still don't like this stupid car. Um, it was like the Pied Piper for a lot of the time, and I, I guess I'll just leave it at that. I it was it was a decent race. It was entertaining enough to keep me interested. It just I, I just don't like this. I don't like that belly pan. I don't like that diffuser. I. I don't like the single lug nut. Um, oh, by the way, with that single lug nut, the 78 car got fined because they lost that tire in Talladega. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, find or lost crew chief member and members. It's the same, yeah, same thing. How many, how many cars got this? Not the, uh, there was only one that had the L2, or not the L2, but had to uh do the drop to the back wasn't allowed to qualify do the oh the pre-race inspection stuff i don't know i don't that's a good good but there was and like i said my eyes now are glazing over over this in fractions of inspections and pre-race it's like dudes back to the everybody gets a trophy and level level playing field bs uh, I mean, I applaud the guys that try and cheat and get away with it because they're winning. You know, if you're not the old saying, if you're not cheating, you're not winning. Let the other guys figure it out. I want the three mile fuel line. I want, I want people to be innovative to to figure out how to beat everybody else. But there was a lot of them this time that. Failed at least first inspection. And yeah, I was trying second. to find it, and I can't find. Um, off, I can't find it offhand. Okay. It was well, land. It was uh, the number seventy-seven landing castle failed. Yeah, Fox uh, Station. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> landing castle will make a pass through on the pit road as soon as opportunity. After the start of the Sunday's race, uh, seventy-seven did not make. I will not be permitted to participate in Saturday's Bush qualifying. Um, two other teams in the 39 field result in a loss of pit selection and crew member for the weekend. It was the number 19 
A Truex, ejected engineer Nick Burton, and number 47, Ricky Stenhouse lost crew chief Travis Young. I don't know exactly what they did, but they lost. Well, they don't ever say. They just say they, you know, failed first or second round or first and second round inspections. Yeah. And you're out of here. But just, how do you lose an engineer and then next, next, next one's the car chief? Do they pick who? Like, oh, we're not going to really need you here. Go. Any, uh, meeny, miny, yeah. moe. I don't know. But they like just said, lost him for, just... re- for the weekend, so they'll be back for Dover. Yeah. But it's just... <sighs> anyway, unless you got anything else, nope. kid, I think... Those, those were it. the main topics that I wanted to, you know, talk oh, about. Oh, we didn't do our Bubba. Oh, Bubba, <laughs> over under. I'll say. I'm... And we we both we both missed it because he did finish on the lead lap last time. Yeah, he would have been. I see. He, I was closer though. He finished. <laughs> what I I said fifty down. Yeah. Um. How many laps through this race? You said finish top five. He would have been if he didn't get it. Yeah, that shit happened. I think he wobbly would have. You said you said finish top five. I think he would have. You're closer than me. I'll tell you that. I think he would have. All right, I'm gonna put it as Bubba Watch. <laughs> I don't know how many laps this race is. Four hundred. Okay. Uh, I'll say uh, seventy-five laps. Crash. He'll be down 75. All right. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he won't make it through stage two. <laughs> this, this is. This track's tough. So. It is. So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Throw talent. <laughs> yep. Everybody, thanks for watching us. Uh, please chime in, leave messages, notes. Feel free to contact us. Uh, we want to know what you think, and we want to hear what you got to say. Absolutely. Guess we'll see you on uh, the next episode, then. Yes, sir.